Welcome to Sonographers in the Cities, where we connect through sound with your host, Lynn and Giselle. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Sonographers in the City. I'm Giselle. And I'm Lynn. I said city instead of cities. Hello, everyone. We have not been on for a little while. Today we are back with another episode. We did take a break last week. We were very, very busy. And everybody congratulate Lynn because she is now a real, true sonographer. Yay! Meaning I'm really tired. (laughs) Yes, guess what, guys? She just came home from work. Yes, I did. I came home from a full day of work and I I started last week. My first day was orientation, so it was work from home. And then second day was just like a lot of um, administrative stuff just to get access to my email, to the... um, What's that? What what do you call where you look up patients' charts? What's that software? Oh, like um, I mean, EMR? Yeah, there's, there's there are multiple ones. Yeah. But Both the system. generic word. Yes, the system. I mean, the right. system, like, you know. The system of like patients' uh, records and then the system to write reports mm-hmm. and then the system to um, check in patients, different types of system just to get access to, get used to the whole operations of my um I work in a vascular lab so off the lab and yeah just getting used to it and then I started scanning my first day there even though I was told that you don't really start scanning until the second week but since this site was my clinical site so if you look back at my profile you know which (laughs) which place I'm working at but um they just you know threw me into the wolves and made me take in a patient my first day and I was nervous and I had a patient that made me made it worse because first thing she asked me is how long is this gonna take and then she proceeds to be to lying there on her apple watch the entire time very Mm. very anxious Mm. I was so I was a wreck (laughs) Oh, well, first of all, congratulations. You made it through your first week of work. Yay. And that sounds about right. Sounds about right. When you're a new hire, even if you've had clinicals there, you know, they still got to put you in the system. I remember when I was a student, I had a, like, we have to, ours is called Meditech. I don't know if you're, you you probably don't use that. Um, But ours is called Meditech. And so my initials, for GR as a student and then they completely changed it for some reason and now it's G-A-R and I am like it took me forever to be into the system and it's it I feel like every place is like that like they always have issues or whatever for signing on people but I mean look at you go and of course they threw you into the wolves that's what we do hey you can scan so go scan bye bye <laughs> And I'm like, right now, I'm I'm just like adjusting from like a student mindset to like a full sonographer mindset because they're like taking this patient and they just leave you in there until you're done with the exam. You know, they don't like check up on you. So that independence is kind of scary, but exciting because they're like, 
you know, here you go. This mm-hmm. is your patient. This is your study. And this is your report. And I got to learn to write my own report, you know, put my mm-hmm. name on it and get it signed. It's all you. Yeah, it's all me. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my name is there. I have to like double check, triple check, make sure everything is correct before mm-hmm. I signed it. Yeah. It's exciting. It is exciting. It Watch, five years from now, you're going to be like, that is no big deal. That was no biggie. Yeah. And you, and you won't <laughs> we'll want see. people... You won't want people to look at your images. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I now ask, I'm just like I still ask for help. Yeah, I feel like I will always ask for help. <laughs> if you work in a department that is very helpful and has people who are willing to help, it's great because you know you can always have a second pair of eyes. Which I was telling my coworker also. She was my classmate a few years back, but she's now my coworker, and I told her like here. You can ask any of us for help. We will definitely help you. So hopefully they're like that over there. They are. They're super, super helpful. Um, my department has a lot of, uh, I'm the last one. Uh, they were like hiring a lot and I'm the last one before they're like full, like a full, uh, what's that called? Like um, Full staff? Full or- staff. Oh my gosh, see, see, I'm blinking out because my mind is so tired. I was, I was focusing on protocols. I was telling her, guys, I was like, now you're the one that's coming onto the podcast after work because today's my day off. So Yeah, and I rush home from work. <laughs> Thank you. Because we, um, <laughs> as you know, like the reason why we didn't have a podcast last week was because we're super busy. I... You know, it's my first week. I was mentally exhausted and just how had work and amongst other things, yeah. <laughs> you know, personal life. Yeah. Um, now I'm just like rushing back and it's good to see you. It's good to catch up and. Well, I'm glad you're here. Yeah. And you made it. So, you know, obviously it's going to be a whole new world, different life. And of course, we're going to have, we're going to adjust and we do what we can. Mm-hmm. Um. And people are still excited for the podcast. So I'm glad to hear and see that. Are you planning on keeping this current schedule? Like, do they have you changing? Um, Tell everybody how it works. Are you, for those who don't know, are you per diem? Are you full-time? What what are your things? So my position is full-timed. And um, I'm on, obviously, like all jobs... I'm in a probationary period for 90 days. So that's three months. So my first three months, it's, it's nine to five, Monday to Friday. The, this lab does not open on the weekend. So I just work Monday to Friday. And then after probationary period, I get um, the schedule is four days of 10 hours. So I look forward to that a lot. Yeah. And um what else? So this position I got is because, you know, I did, I guess I did really well at my clinicals that, um, my manager, she kind of saved the position for me, even though, you know, I finished in November, but the position opened in September, like early September, she reached out, asked me if I'm interested. I said, yes, but to be transparent, I'm not done until 
end of November, I plan to take my registry. The state, because she did tell me that I need to be registered. I need to have these credentials before I start and obviously finish my program as well. So I was transparent with her. Like, if you're willing to hold this position, these are the dates I plan to get my credentials uh, finished. And then a month later in um, October, she asked me again just to make sure that I was still interested. And I said yes. And then a couple of weeks later, she was like, I sent your resume to um, HR. So I should hear back from them. A day, the next day, I heard back from HR. Um, they just told me to do the formalities, which is apply, apply for the position. And then they sent me the offer letter. So I didn't need to interview. <laughs> Goodness. That's good. That's um, good. It, it was very smooth. I did all of this um, halfway through the last quarter. And, you know, again, I had to tell HR because they did ask for my credentials and all the requirements stuff. Um, I did tell them the date that I plan to take it. And then I updated it as long as those. So my on my hiring process was very smooth because I was transparent to them and, you know, I provided all the documents as soon as I got it. So that was the whole process of um, hiring. And if you'd like to know how to be successful at clinicals, I mean, like my situation was the ideal situation because I was aiming for it and I really, really worked hard for it. Like I expressed my interest in working there when I was at clinicals. So we did an episode on how to be successful for clinicals and how to um, get a job, ideally with your clinicals. So you can check out that episode when you have a chance, if you're interested. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And I like that you basically planted the seed, like telling them, Hey, I'm interested in working here. And, you know, you proved yourself obviously, and they obviously wanted to hire you. So that's amazing. Do you have to take call at all? Take what? Do you have to take on like call shifts, like where they call you in? No. Um, so my department is part of like a lab part of a, the cardiology apartment. So we're not part of, um, this hospital is really big. So they have their own radiology department. And under that is like um, where the general ultrasound is and then the vascular um, ultrasound. Um, but we're a separate department that does like research um, and other uh Protocols that are more thorough than what the other uh, radiology department would look for. So would they have, I I know vascular, you're in a vascular lab. Mm -hmm. And so they have an echo department. Yes. Is strictly echo by itself or do they have echo and other vascular? Here's the thing. (laughs) I'm under cardiology, but there are two separate departments of vascular and echo. We don't do, um, like I don't do vascular and echo, unfortunately, I just do vascular. And the echo, uh, cardiac sonographers in the echo department only do echo. Like they have different um, managers, different directors, different doctors. And um, our department, the vascular department, does inpatient and outpatient. So I get to do 
we rotate staff into inpatient because we only have one room for inpatient. In a really big hospital. In a really big hospital. So we get a lot of orders. And then there's echo, which is outpatient and inpatient. But to make it more confusing, this echo department um, has separate departments for uh, inpatient and outpatient. So they have totally different staff, different managers, different procedures. It's for inpatient and outpatient. Different doctors. What about general? Complicated. General, general is part of radiology. So they have their own like doctors and um, protocols and location. Oh, it's in a different part of the hospital. Yes, it is in the basement, unfortunately. (laughs) So if I was a general sonographer in your department, I would work in the basement and then but I'd get the outpatients and inpatients or no, you just get inpatient inpatients. Yes. And then you get inpatient and outpatient vascular. And then yes. echo gets two separate departments, inpatient and outpatient. Wow. Yes, that's correct. That's a and big this, hospital. And this is just for the hospital because they have multiple um, locations. Mm-hmm. And I know that my classmate had an interview with um, their uh, location out in Long Island, and she said that she can do vascular and echo. So I think it varies depending on location. I think yeah. this hospital is just too big to be to do both because this needs to, you know, be right. absolutely specialized and thorough and detailed. So yeah. plus we do research, so yeah. it's it makes it different. <laughs> so you're part of the research part, like you do research yourself. I can uh, work up to do research. There's like other people or other sonographers that do the research or is it doctors yes. that do the research? No, um, we, there, the senior sonographers do research. So once, you know, once the director approves of saying that, okay, your techniques are good, you can do research because he oversees the research. And the research that he does is, you know, FMD, micro, micro, no, fibromuscular dysplasia mm-hmm. and uh, triple A's. So abdominal and abdominal aorta aneurysms. So he does a lot of research on that. And wow. that's Wednesdays and Fridays we have research. Cool. Yes. That's what it's like to work at a fancy hospital. How yeah. cool. Like, but the uh, thing is that. The thing is that, like, as fancy as it is and as cool as research is, the doctor who is the, our um, director of the, the lab, he's very strict. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes sense. That's good, too. You got to be, yeah. like, I feel like top top of the line A-game type stuff, especially if yes. you have research. Um, wow. I thought our hospital was big, but I'm sure your guys' departments have a lot of sonographers. And I'm assuming they're probably hiring. <laughs> Um, after me, not anymore mm-hmm. because we're fully staffed. Mm-hmm. And um, I think there are about 10, 11 of us. In vascular lab only, right? Yes. Yeah, that's pretty big considering for like one hospital. Cause, um, but then you got to take into account general sonography and then echo sonography too. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. But- my, I mean, my hospital is like 800 beds. Mm-hmm. And then our our department is not fully staffed yet. There's 18 of us, and we're still trying to hire three more. So, and that's just general. So, 21 
but plus, you know, per diems. So mm. we're pretty stacked, but not really. We're still hiring. So anyone want to work in Vegas? <laughs> Let me know. What a- <laughs> I would want to work with you so badly. If you yeah. don't live in Las Vegas, oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. But then we wouldn't be sonographers in the cities. I know. We'd be sonographers in Las Vegas. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm I'm trying to see how many total. Because like our echo eleven hundred. Eleven hundred beds. Eleven hundred beds? Yeah, that's huge. I've always been curious about how those departments run. And it makes sense that there's separate departments for general vascular echo because it's so big. Like, uh, we're drowning in, in exams <laughs> over here and we're just one department, you know? Yes. And so was Echo too. Echo too is very much so. When I see them pushing their machines down, I talk to them. I'm like, how are you guys? And they're like, oh, we're so busy. And like, us too. <laughs> so. Yeah. Every day is like that. My first week, you know, um, 40 something patients a day. And each protocol is like an hour. I take yeah. two hours. <laughs> I saw you did a Safino re- is a reflex study you did? Yeah, two yeah, that hours. Your, that was your first time doing that? That was my first time. I've seen it. I've never done it. And I it is so, so tedious. Yep. There are 78 images. Do you make them for stand? The, for the protocols. No, they're in bed and we're at the reverse how do you say that? Say it. You can oh say it. Oh my gosh, I can't say it. I don't have the word. Trendelenburg or something. Trendelenburg. 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 Yes. Yes. I put them at like, I was told to put them at like at least 45 degrees. I'm like, they're going to slide up the bed. They're like, no, they're not. <laughs> I know. No, I don't stand them. Because a lot of them have like a lot of pain in their legs and it's just keep making them move is just uh, too much work for them. And we yeah. want them to be as comfortable as they can. So yeah. that's the most we can do. Unless Good. it's like really, really bad, then we can do something. But that's that. And um, it's just so tedious. It is. I, You know, when I worked at an outpatient cardiology office, mm-hmm. I did reflex studies on every single venous exam I had. And I you did must it my by so myself, by myself, and they were standing. Wow. One of them, but you can do it. Yeah, it's 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 a tough exam because it is tedious. It's a zillion images, and it's all of this um, multitasking. So, yes. if anybody knows what reflex studies are, comment down below or let us know, and let's see what you guys know. <laughs> And comment down below if reflux studies is your favorite studies because it's definitely not mine. <laughs> no, we all know what your favorite is. Oh, carotids. Carotids. I just I like it because it's just like I was first exposed to it and I first learned it. Yeah, I had a really hard one. The other oh, really? Day. It was really hard only because her neck was so skinny, but like, like it was just so hard to get because I don't know what what is it right here like the muscle the yeah, sternocleidal like when, something muscle yeah like when they're really skinny and it's like poking out and then her bifurcation was like high oh. so it's so hard sometimes like there are hard ones I mean they're not all easy but they are pretty pretty straightforward 
Oh, and TCDs. You do TCD? Um, no, oh. that's that's radiology. Oh. I um I had a patient today. Her neck was really short mm-hmm. and really thick. Mm-hmm. I struggled with my yeah, those are hard because. <laughs> I was like, I can't get to her subclavian because it's here. And then her, you know, we usually do like prox mid and then mid and distal. And I just did one clip the entire thing because it was basically the the length of the transducer. Oh, yeah. It was like super short and tiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so many different factors, but I mean, carotids are fun. And when I do TCDs, I literally have done eight tcds for the last i don't know how many days oh my gosh it's just so crazy because we get we've had um a a few subarachnoid hemorrhages Mm -hmm. and um you know from aneurysms like being ruptured and all that and there's only a few of us that know how to do tcds so i've had to do them like every time i've worked the last week and a half i even went in today on my day off to go do some because there's no one who can do them right now Mm -hmm. so oh wow they're i think you should learn i think you'd really like them i want to learn i i learned about it when in one of my clinical sites Mm -hmm. but you know my lab doesn't do it and somehow i just gotta try to maintain that information until i go to a place where i can do it Mm -hmm. um yeah it's Soon, eventually, it'll make you more profitable, <laughs> more experience, exposure, skills. But it's not you're you're just at the very beginning, literally one week. Very beginning. Yeah. How do you feel? Oh my gosh, it feels so weird. My first last week that I didn't have to study. I was oh, yeah. so used to like clinicals. Like after my after seeing a patient. I wrote the reports and then afterwards, you know, I would study mm. during my between patients. And then I sit here, I was like, what do I do? I, fi- I finished with my homework. And then in the back of my mind, I was like, what's due tonight? What's due tomorrow? What's due end of the week? But there's nothing. I have like no classes and I'm just like uh, trying to keep myself busy by studying previous studies and studying how to write these reports, you know, just mm-hmm. studying how the operations here is but it's not studying for classes it's just weird (laughs) yeah you're just you know trying to make sure you're being a really good sonographer for your department Mm -hmm. and your patients which is very exciting can't wait to hear more about your experiences um moving forward and i can't wait to share cases with you now that i'm registered and working so there'll be (laughs) interesting interesting cases Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got to do a carotid post and direct me. So I got to see what it looks like. I got to do a um, l- lower extremity vein post uh, ablation. So I got to do, see what to expect with those. And I just got to do lower extremity artery post bypass graft. So those has been really, really interesting. It's funny because you've got all the hard stuff, like considering, but that's like your job, like to see the vascular lab stuff. And like, when I think of people over here in Vegas, like they want to stay away from those because those are the hard, really? hard exams. Like 
the graphs, right? Like a femme femme mm-hmm. graph or um like um uh fistula fistula like A V like graphs or whatever. And people like to stay away from vascular. Like I when I worked at an outpatient place, no one liked doing vascular. Um and I'm just like, why? I like vascular. It's very interesting. It is hard though, because you're like trying to figure smart. out where everything is. Like mm-hmm. it's a roadmap. And you're trying to figure out where where it's going, where's the proximal anastomosis, the distal anastomosis. And for those of you in school, you're definitely going to learn all these things. But it's the amount of things we know and the knowledge, it's crazy. Like a lot of, you think it's just vascular? Like people think, oh, you just can't, you know, carotids. But there's just so much more to it. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. To me, I think scanning anything status post a procedure besides ablation um, is so easy to see. Like the the bypass graft is very um, echogenic, just like the post endorectomy, the vessel is super dilated so you can see what's going on. And um, fistulas too, it's easier to see rather than you're just evaluating for occlusion occlusions to me is like the hardest because it's hard to see like to confirm that it's occluded mm-hmm. you know but yeah. it's, it's interesting do you do you get <laughs> patients who are like post angiograms or pseudoaneurysms or is that like the just inpatient inpatient yes so i'm currently outpatient right, right now, now. Mm-hmm. and we don't get any for um pseudoaneurysm check yeah they're hard. They're hard too. Gotta find that little bit. Hard. But I get a bunch of them. Yeah. Man, don't get an angiogram. <laughs> Goodness me. I had like three pseudoaneurysms recently. Oh my gosh. And then yeah, one crazy. had a huge hematoma on his left groin. I'm like, oh poor guy. It's <gasps> yeah. huge. But I am um, I actually glad I was like working I was at work and I was like I'm glad I chose vascular before echo even though um, I've always expressed my you know end goal is mm-hmm. echo yeah. um I like doing vascular now because I get to talk to you about vascular because that's one thing we have in common <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you had echo I would not know what to talk to you about <laughs> I know <laughs> but that would be really cool to hear echo things obviously you know echo you know so um and also i feel like echo is not as um i guess you could i don't know popular is a word like it's just not as known i think on social media a majority of the people on social media that i know are general sonographers or vascular and Mm -hmm. when people ask me about echo youtubes or like echo people like there's not many i can send them to you Mm -hmm. know so or there are some and they're just, they don't update as often as more general people do. Yes. So I'm just curious why that is, is you know, but. Haven't found the right person yet. Yeah. Gotta, gotta see somebody with Echo out there. It's, it's a good niche. Niche. Yes. You, can, you can blow up. Because <laughs> there's a lot yeah. of people in Echo, Echo students, there is. you know. But I'm like, I don't know where to send them to. So if you have an Echo YouTube or sonographer or Instagram that you're, you know, that you follow, let us know. Yeah. But we also have Evie. You know, she was a guest on our podcast. She's a great resource to go through Echo. 
Yeah, she's in Chicago, I believe. Yes. And you guys can message her for questions and answers. But we definitely do enjoy the podcast still. We hope you guys are still enjoying the podcast as well. So uh, it is busy season. Lynn is extra, extra busy. (laughs) I'm doing all my Christmas shopping. And I have family coming to town. So, you know, we're going to do our best to keep you guys um updated and with the episodes especially for next year let us know what you want to hear we've got a lot of topics and uh, we can't wait for 2023 yes i can't wait for our you know this is gonna be our second year doing um this podcast and i can't wait to see what we are going to do with it you know especially now with you having your master's And now that I'm working, we're just going to take it to a different angle. And I think it'll be, it'll be good for the podcast. Yeah. So stay tuned. Keep on letting us know about your journeys. And obviously you guys will be a part of ours. So thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so much for watching, for listening. Um, If you haven't already, please follow us on Instagram. And tag us if you listen to us or watch us. And if you have any questions, reach out. You know, that's the fastest way for us to be in contact with you is through our sonographers in the city's Instagram. Yes. And we also have a Facebook page now. So go check it out. (laughs) We got to update that soon. (laughs) We're just very busy bees and you guys will too be busy bees one day. I already know it too because like all my admin for Discord, they're very busy, and they're a majority of them are graduated already. There's few that are still needing to graduate. Almost there, yeah. But uh, everyone's busy, and that's just how it goes. But we appreciate you guys. We appreciate support, and we will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much. See you next week. Bye. Bye.